0: This IPR podcast is supported by Cultivating Compassion, the Dr. Richard Deming Foundation, fostering causes that enrich the community, generate understanding, and cultivate compassion, including above and beyond cancer. Today is Thursday. It is the 19th of October. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Iowa Congresswoman Marionette Miller-Meeks says she's received credible death threats after she switched her vote for House Speaker. Miller-Meeks voted for Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan for House Speaker on Tuesday, but she says her initial concerns about threatening tactics from other Republicans in Congress and Jordan supporters elsewhere increased. Miller-Meeks supported the chair of the House Appropriations Committee during yesterday's second round of voting. Miller-Meek says her office is cooperating with the proper authorities after she received a barrage of threatening calls and death threats following that vote. Miller-Meek says she will not bend to bullies and is looking to support a consensus candidate for speaker. Meanwhile, Congresswoman Ashley Hinson, who has voted for Jordan twice, issued a video statement late yesterday calling the eight Republicans who engineered the ouster of Kevin McCarthy chaos agents who should be ashamed of themselves. Cedar Valley resident Sarah Corkery is challenging 2nd District Republican Representative Ashley Henson next year, partly because of a health care issue. IPR's Grant Leo Winterer spoke with Corkery and has
1: this. Sarah Corkery has never held office herself, but the Cedar Falls small business owner has worked behind the scenes on several political fronts, including volunteering for Pete Buttigieg's presidential bid. Corkery says her opponent's stance on health care, among other issues, helped spark her decision to run. Back in COVID, I met with
0: Ashley Hinson via Zoom as part of a lobbying group, and we asked her to co-sponsor the Metastatic Breast Cancer Access to Care Act, and she just flat out said no, and she's been
1: saying no ever since. Corkery will be running as a Democrat. She has participated in Leadership Iowa, helped research and fundraise for an inclusive park in Cedar Falls, and has been in marketing for 25 years. The Cook Political Report rates Iowa's 2nd District as strong Republican.
0: Starbucks and the union organizing its workers sued each other yesterday in a standoff sparked by a social media post over the Israel-Hamas war. Starbucks sued Workers United in federal court in Iowa yesterday, saying a pro-Palestinian social media post from a union account early in the Israel-Hamas war angered hundreds of customers and damaged its reputation. Starbucks is suing for trademark infringement demanding that Workers United stop using the name Starbucks Workers United for the group that is organizing the coffee company's workers. Starbucks also wants the group to stop using a circular green logo that resembles Starbucks logo. Seattle-based Starbucks filed its lawsuit in U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Iowa, noting that Iowa City Starbucks Workers United was among those posting pro-Palestinian messages. A stubborn retail environment is blamed for a dip in revenue at Winnebago Industries. The outdoor lifestyle products manufacturer has recreational vehicle factory locations in Forest City, Lake Mills, Charles City, and Waverly. Their report revenue for the fourth quarter was $771 million. That's down nearly 35 percent compared to the same period a year ago. Winnebago CEO Michael Happy says the recreational consumer market continues to be challenging.
1: The tumultuous
0: consumer outdoor market which characterized fiscal year 2023 for our company continued as expected into the fourth quarter as lower dealer deliveries and modest retail demand persisted across the RV and marine industries. Fiscal 23 revenues of $3.5 billion dropped almost 30 percent compared to fiscal 22. That's primarily due to lower unit sales related to retail market conditions and higher discounts and allowances compared to the prior year. And the Biden administration has announced $3.5 billion for 58 projects across the country. It's to strengthen electric grid resilience as extreme weather events such as the deadly Maui and California wildfires continue to strain the nation's aging transmission systems. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm says yesterday's announcement marks the largest federal investment ever in grid infrastructure – Funding will support projects to harden electric systems and improve energy reliability and affordability. The largest grant, $464 million, will go to improve five transmission projects across seven Midwestern states, from Iowa to North Dakota. And this is Here First from IPR News. You can find this podcast wherever you subscribe to them. I'm Clay Masters.
1: This IPR
0: podcast is supported by Cultivating Compassion the Dr. Richard Deming Foundation, fostering causes that enrich the community, generate understanding, and cultivate compassion, including above and beyond cancer.